Hello there, and welcome to Business of Design. We're really glad you're here. This is episode 249. Yep, it works here too. And this episode is going to feature Jody Carter. She's been on the show before. She's an amazing, very talented interior design professional from Sydney, Australia. And like so many designers we meet, when they first start hearing our process and how we do things, they say, oh yeah, that that may work where you are, but it's not going to work here. And we found that to be particularly strong when we visited in Australia and met with Australian members. They wanted to adapt some of our offerings, but really had a mindset that a lot of them wouldn't work. And along comes Jody Carter, who says, wait a minute, I'm going to just try it. If it if it works, great. If it doesn't, I can report back to everybody that, in fact, you're right, it doesn't work. And it turns out Jody has had great success. And she's one of those people who just, can't contain her generosity. So I've seen her in group settings with other designers and she is coaching and mentoring and giving advice and giving pep talks. And if you have a chance to engage with Jody Carter, you really, really should. Jody specializes in designing and managing luxury client renovations from beginning to end. She says her clients don't need to lift a finger. It's her job to take care of everything. That's my philosophy too. Jody's design superpower is resolving tricky floor plans and designing amazing custom cabinetry. And she works very closely with an A-team of trades and bespoke wholesalers to provide her clients with a truly fabulous design experience and the highest quality of fixtures, finishes, and furniture. You should definitely follow Jody on Instagram at Jody Carter Design JCD. On Facebook, Jody hyphen Carter hyphen Design. And the other person you're going to want to follow, of course, is the fabulous Cheryl Horn. Hey, what's happening at Business of Design? Well, we actually have a lot going on at Business of Design right now. This week on Wednesday, November 24th at 1 p.m. EST, we have our next BOD Live, and we're just going to be doing open discussion. We've received uh, a few questions from members lately who are just, you know, really busy with work right now, and they have some really job-specific questions for projects that are happening right now, and it's nice to be able to jump on with Kimberly and your fellow Business of Design members and really ask those questions that apply specifically to a project, to a client situation even. You know, for some it's to get clarity if you're newer to business of design on some of those steps as you work your way through the content. So if you're able to join us again this Wednesday, November 24th, if you're a business of design member, please join us for these monthly meetings. We get amazing feedback from those who join us every single month uh, when they're able to. Another key date that's sort of creeping up on us quick, quicker than I uh, was ready for, but uh, the Elite Retreat Santa Monica is happening April 28th to May 1st, 2022. But the date that's creeping up is December 15th, which is actually only a few weeks away now, but that is the end of our early bird registration. So if you are uh, seriously thinking about joining us for the Elite Retreat, and I know I've been getting so many questions about it, uh, now is the time to sign up. Check out the website for all of the details. Get in touch with me if you still have questions. If you sign up before December 15th, you're only going to be asked for a 50% deposit to hold your spot. You're also going to save $300. And then, of course, if you're a business of design member, 
remember, you're going to save an additional $500 on your ticket. So make sure you check that out and make sure you register before December 15th. Um, again, if you've been inquiring and emailing with me, make sure that you uh, go ahead and get that ticket because I know we've had a lot of interest. And then again, if you want to hang out with Business of Design and learn the BOD 15, please join us at the Las Vegas market in January. That's the 24th to the 26th. We do get the question all the time. Um, you know, designers love membership because you can really work through the content um, at your own pace. You can take the steps aligned with real projects that you're doing, uh, which is great. But some we do get the inquiry that like they need a jump start to uh, get into the systems. Do we ever do like a boot camp version of it? Uh, and we are offering that at the Las Vegas market. So it's three half days. So you can join us in the morning for some intense learning and then explore the market in the afternoon. The BOD 15, that's Business of Design's 15 step project management strategy is broken down into three phases and that's how we've organized our days. So of course, please join us for all three days, but you do have the option to join us for just individual days if uh, there's a certain phase that you, uh, that you struggle with or that you just sort of want recapped for you. So again, check out the website. Registration is open. If you have any questions, let me know. But details on all of these events are available to you at businessofdesign.com. Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. We have the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to consistently satisfy clients, increase profitability, and run your projects like a boss. Unlike traditional coaching, BOD is a fast track to immediate results. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to hundreds of targeted training modules, plus member perks like BOD Live events, member-only podcasts, preferred pricing, and the support of an engaged community of peers. We all know design matters. At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. Jody Carter, how are you? Hello, Kimberly. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Well, I'm good. And I'm like, I'm. when am I going to get to come back to Australia? Like, how much longer is this going to be? We're all wondering, oh huh? I know. I, I. Well, my God. If you guys, if you can come back, come for the boss group, um, because all the girls I was talking to yesterday, they were like, yeah, when can we come to Australia? It's not good. Oh, so my God. You mean the, your yeah. boss group is going to come to... <gasps> Okay, yes. seriously, so I'm coming. You're coming as well. I'm coming. I'll just yeah. be a fly on the wall. I'm not actually, that's what, I'm not really allowed at that point, but maybe you guys will let me just sit in the back and just watch and learn. Oh my God, you're so <laughs> part of it. So, oh my God, we would so love to. I <laughs> would be so, I'm so happy to hear that. I wasn't sure if the whole group would feel like they were going to be able to commit to traveling to Sydney, but what an experience of a lifetime and it's a business write-off and you have all this time between now and then for everybody mm -hmm. to bring their uh, profitability and finances and, and money up. So it's a non-decision. Absolutely. Yep. And I think we're all heading that way. So well, you definitely are. We were super happy to get, uh, uh, I don't know if it came in uh, via the Facebook community, the Business of Design Facebook community page, but you, you sent us a note and tell everybody what the note said. So, and that'll kick the episode off 
all right, so yes, it, it, it really, it does work in Sydney, I think was sort of what, was what I was getting, or $80,000 retainer, and uh, Cheryl jumped on it straight away um, and replied back. So I um, had wanted to let you both know and to thank you um, because I had just secured an $80,000 retainer that morning. Um, okay, wait, I just have to say, I've never gotten an $80,000 retainer. I've oh, my been- God. Following you because you said that's hilarious. Seventy five. I've gotten seventy five. Yeah. I've never asked for eighty. Um, oh my god! And, and by the way, if you're listening, this is not like we're just seeing how much money we can get away with. That number is based on the amount of work it's going to take you to get that project under your belt. And. It, it- Pure fact, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And the great thing about this is we hear this all the time, like, oh, I I can't ask for a retainer like that because I live in fill in the blank. It doesn't matter. And we've met so many Mm. Australians who say, oh, I I don't ask for a retainer or I get a $1,200 retainer. And you and I are like, "Why? what does that do? What good is that? Nothing. That's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Thanks to following the process, Kimberly, it's because it goes right back to the very beginning, to the initial consultation, to the contract, to logging your hours, to um, re- yeah, what's the word? Oh my god! You know, like we know for a fact that because we've logged the hours and we've done that research and we have that data that this scale of project is going to be $80,000 at least worth of our design time um, for like for the whole team, everything that needs to be done. At trade day alone, my hours for trade day was $2,500 and just drawing the shell of the home um, in hours and we, we couldn't possibly have done that without knowing beforehand. I couldn't have been confident, confident enough to say this is it um, without having that data and without having kept those records so well for such a long time. You bring up a really good point because if you're, if you're new to the industry or you're struggling for whatever reason, if, you were, if you're not familiar with business of design, asking for an $80,000 retainer seems insane. And by the way, there are people listening who are like, do you mean an $80,000 flat fee? And the answer is no. We're talking about if you're doing an hourly fee contract, you need a retainer. If it's a flat fee, you would ask for the same thing. But, you know, regardless, it's very hard for most creative professionals to wrap their head around ever getting to the point where you could ask for $80,000 up front. It's really hard. And I uh-huh. think what I hear you saying, Jody, is you, you don't start there. That's not where you start. You start by putting in all the systems and processes and then... When you're confident, you know what you're doing. That's when you that's when you can really cover yourself and ask for the size of retainer that you need. That is so absolutely true. It's taken me baby steps to get to this point because the very first one I asked for when I had first come across you and I started um, you know, deep diving into everything and just uh, binging on um, on all the the courses, I asked for five thousand um, dollars, but 
then I drew down from it and then I ended up having to ask for more money and then that whole project just went to crap. Um, <laughs> like they then, do, right? Then, they just do. Like you've got, <laughs> they just, you have to take the lead on the project, right? So, and yeah. I believe you're going to, I think I know what you're going to say, but I've met a lot of your peers and many of them are resistant to the idea of asking for a retainer. So sometimes yeah. it just takes that one person to say, I did it, it works follow me and then you'll mm-hmm. see lots of people will follow you are you already I know you're very generous and sharing with the community are, are you already talking about this amongst your peers um y- yes k- kind of um I get you yeah. no we went to a showroom the day after or that day, actually, I think I found out that morning and we had some things at a showroom and I just couldn't help myself like <laughs> to say to some of the other designers, oh, we just, yeah, secured this huge show. I think I said, I, I think I said the retainer. I'm not sure if I did or not. I was kind of showing off, which is dreadful, but, um, but I so Wait a was- minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's just, it's so long overdue, right? Like how many years did you spend kind of putting yourself down and playing small? Like, you know, maybe you were stepping into your glory there just a little bit, but maybe that's (laughs) forgivable. You know, maybe we can give ourselves a break just once in a great while. Well, I've been 19 years in yeah, nearly not coming to 19 years in business. And this, the last two years since I met you or found you have been the most incredible best years of my life compared to the ups and downs and the horrendous stories that I could tell you, which are this, your stories, your exact stories. I absolutely the same. That's why I had such a connection with you. But I just, I felt that, um, you came to me for a reason, you know, all that sort of thing. And and I was like, I'm going to take the advice. I'm going to do it. If you say it works, I'm going to do it. So I'm a good student in that way. And the more I did, the more results I got and the better it got and the more confident I got. And knowing that, yeah, I could, I just felt so confident going into that meeting and being able to say without a doubt, this is $80,000 worth of design work to get what you want. I mean, it's a sandstone mansion. It's three stories high. Um, We have to have internal elevators and there's just all these complications with it and it's a complete gut. So um, I knew based on all of the other data that that's where it was at. And I also knew better to go for the high number because of the other experiences where I'd had where I'd been a little bit nervous about saying it's going to be 60 or 40 or 50, like knowing in the back of my mind that it was going to be. But when I opened my mouth, 30,000 came out. How many times? Yeah, how many times? I know I need 50, but that seems really (laughs) high. So what comes out of my mouth is 20. And then I'm like, then I've just shot myself in the foot. Yes, because then they get upset with you later on that you've then gone over. So that the conversation we had in Byron Bay that um, I had a client then who was upset because they were so focused on a $40,000 retainer and we'd gone to 54, I think, in design fees and they were quite 
miffed about that because they were keeping an eye on everything as well with the log sheets and I had to gently get them through the last part of the process and I held off giving them the last invoice until after the presentation and then they said, we can see the work that's been put into this. We appreciate the value. Yes, we will pay your invoice in full um, and our bad kind of in a way for perhaps underestimating the amount of work that was required, um, which was made me feel so much better. And, and, you know, it was a sticky situation to have to get through and I was stuck. I don't know, like your advice was was great. Um, but, yeah, that then you don't want to be put back in that situation again. So um, reverting back to that data to make sure that the next one I was going to be accurate. And the fact of the matter is you may at some point, and I certainly have quoted a retainer or a flat fee, and the client said, whoa, we, that's just nowhere what we were thinking, and that's fine. And I'm you know, so grateful I'm in a position that I can lose a job, and that's, that's fine. I'll be plenty busy. So I always do like to point out, like, I totally get it if you're new, uh, and every job is precious, but you still cannot afford to work for free and you cannot afford to be a bank to your clients. So Jody, like, you know, you've come so far in such a short amount of time in two years, like there's just no holding you back. And now you're a BOD boss. If you could go back in time, you said you've been doing this 19 years. There's probably somebody listening who's been doing it even longer and they're still uh-huh. not where you are because they just haven't had the courage to do the things they need to do. Break it down for everybody. Tell them what are some of the things that you could do right away, starting now, that would put uh-huh. you in a position to get your business to be highly profitable and sought after. Okay. I think uh, number one, raise your rate. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think when you're too cheap, that you get the bargain hunters and you get the tire kickers and you will in and also charge for your initial consultation. I never did that. And how many times I got stood up um, or they refused to pay afterwards and, you know, it was a measly little amount of money anyway. So, um, yes, make sure that you're billing for your consultations and that it's um, you do your initial two-hour consultation and it's pre paid and they will not stand you up because they've paid for it so um and you're yeah funny how that works because I had that too I would people would be like late by a half an hour and I'm waiting and waiting and now I'm running late because of them or they just wouldn't show up I remember one time I had driven like an hour and a half away and Mm -hmm. I pulled up in the driveway nobody was home and five minutes later she pulls up in the driveway oh great and she says oh is it today I totally forgot I can't do it today an hour and a half and it was, she was just like, sorry, can't do it today. We're going to have to reschedule. And I thought that was it. For me, that was the last one. I'm never doing that again. There's no way. And funny now, when they prepay for the consultation, I've never had anybody even be five minutes late. No, because they value your time. Um, and then that also goes into the advice that you're giving in the consultation as well when they're paying for advice, um, like you said too, when they're paying for that, um, then they value the expertise and they're not going to second guess and they're not going to run it past their girlfriends. And and if it, if you're billing enough for that, like if you're charging $20, I don't know when it's charging $20 an hour, but if you're charging $120, 
dollars an hour, um, and they're you know a lawyer or a surgeon or something, that's not much money to them. But if you're charging two fifty, three hundred dollars an hour, they'll sort of think twice that oh that's value. This person knows what they're talking about, and obviously you have to be at that point that you do know what you're talking about, yeah. but. That, that higher rate, like I wouldn't su- suggest to a graduate from design school to charge that amount. Um, but, yeah, so they will have respect for your advice and your expertise. Um, so, yeah, from there that was the, the raise the rates and and, and um, charge for your initial consultation. And then you need to log your hours. You really need to be on an hourly contract. Forget trying to guess a flat fee. Um because you just never win. Um, I was forever redrawing from mortgages or had credit cards in a mess because I was trying to survive because I was doing so much more than the fee. And the other thing is that I now never do actually do any work until I have the retainer. So a lot of people would go to the consultation and you need to secure them at the consultation. You need to go through the contract at the consultation, state the fee at the consultation while they're warm. This is such a sales job in that way and get them while they're hot because as soon as you leave and you go, oh, I'll put together a, a proposal for you and then that then you go home or back to the office and you spend four or five hours typing up that proposal worrying about the numbers, oh, take a bit off, oh, that's not enough, put a bit back on, oh, no, oh, no, take a bit more off, finally send the stupid thing through, never hear from them, and it's just gone, and you've wasted how many hours? Um, So you need to get them while they're hot, while they're there, while you're there, and then you look so much more professional as well. Yeah, how many years did I blow job after job because of exactly that? I go back to the office and then I try to like give them even more than they're expecting. You know, here's a sketch, here's a picture of something I think would be great. And you know, you go too far, right? You take yes. it too far, you show them something that's out of context, and they say, mm, I don't know if that's exactly what I'm looking for. And suddenly they're interviewing other designers, and you just you just don't want that. So yeah. you're you're hundred percent right. There's no getting around the fact that it's a sales job. Uh-huh. It is. It's such a sales job now. I realise that, and um, yeah, getting them a striking while the iron's hot type of thing, and getting them there in the moment. Even if like with this one, he, they were interviewing another interior designer, but you, I could tell they were impressed with the contract. They said, oh, your processes are, you know, are great and you're very process orientated and, and your documentation. Because I had sent them like my little ebook about the, the design and build process of working with us when um, also, um, oh, thanks to Andrew Mitchell, I sent out um, a little shout out, um, a client guide to them with, the boundaries as well, the work hours are nine to five, Monday to Friday, one person has to make decisions. Like there's various little things in there. There's also lovely things in there of the process and how we'll look after you and everything. But towards the back of that, there's like, how, you know, my boundaries, my, this is what it's like to work with me. So by the time you get to the site to meet them, you already look so professional. You're a company, you have 
um, procedures, you have policies, and that instead of, you know, an interior, because a lot of us, I guess, are a little bit, oh, wow, you know, like I'll walk in and go, oh, and I'm so excited. And they're like, oh, my God, you're, you're more excited about this than we are. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so to see that we have that as well, yeah, they, they feel confident. They know that, they're, they're, yeah, their project's going to be in good hands. And you you get confident by, I, at least I found I got confident by just reading the contract. It sounds so ridiculous, but I just became the professional that my contract portrayed by reading that contract. Absolutely. And, you know, when you first said that, you have to read your contract. I was like, oh, my God, she's crazy. How on <laughs> earth am I going to read the contract? Oh, how horrible. What an awful thing to have to do. And the first time I sort of read some of it and my mouth went all dry and I was just like, oh, my God. And so I skipped over some things and I got all, you know, that was the one that went bad. Um, And then the next time I was like, okay, make sure I've got um, a water bottle next to me so I can have a sip of water as I'm I'm reading through. And I just went, right. (laughs) And I read every single thing. And now I have like my kind of script so I read it but I'll be like oh that means such and such and yeah and I feel really confident to read it now you can see sometimes they're a bit glazed over looking but um I try to keep it sort of interesting and tell a few little stories and things in between Yeah, exactly. Humanize it a little bit. But the goal of reading the contract is to prepare the client so they don't have any questions. At the end, when you say, are there any questions? Usually it's like, no, I don't have any. Like, let's get started. You know, you answered them all kind of thing, which is the goal, right? Yes. And the hard questions too, that, you know, I want to take 100% from you for procurement. Um, These are the hourly rates for everyone. We log all of our hours and you this is what an invoice looks like you're going to receive this each fortnight um and uh what else do we have in there that's sort of difficult um you have to approve for us to uh, pre-approval for us to attend site visits um approval for you know storage and things for items when we're getting down to that, you know, the installation process. And, yeah, there's a lot of little things in there that I would find have found hard to say before or to bring up or then it comes up later and you're like, oh, God, didn't you know that? And, yeah, yeah, it's hard to deal with. Right. Ironically, the harder it is for you to talk about, the more obvious it should be in your contract. So you just get it out of the way, get it over with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. What... When was, I guess I will say, when was the moment you realized that you had a business that actually made a lot of money? You're no longer just a little old business because that's what we hear all the time. I'm just a decor. I just have a decorating business, just a little business. When did you uh-huh. realize you had a business that, that was highly successful and very profitable? Okay, this is operations manual stuff, I think, as well. So when I was able to employ other staff because I'd written an operations manual. So that was probably uh, 20, no, when did I find you? I found you in October 2019, I think it was. So it was probably took me about 
six to eight months to write all the operations manual and um, and it's still ongoing, but then to be able to employ staff and then to realise that I can um, leverage hours from them as well. So they are making me money on their hourly rate too. And um, once I also had got um, my head around sharing discounts, with my clients as well so that everything was transparent and I could sleep at night. I could see that you had a, um, what's the word for it? I'm terrible at these words sometimes. But there's a, there is a, a clear documented process like business plan that shows you how to make money. You leverage from your staff, you have a, yeah, with, with the honesty and the open transparency of sharing the discounts with your clients um, and then being, being able to faithfully bill for every single hour that I actually work, then the amount of money that is coming compared to before is incredible. Well, I, you know, I feel like you're just getting started and we're all very excited to see your career, where it goes and to learn from you and to um, gain motivation and courage from, from you uh, as we share the information. So thank you so much for being so generous all the time and being willing to share everything you know. Um, it's really fun that it's you because I do remember when we first got an Australian member and they're like, well, this is, it just won't work here. It just won't work here. And then we kind of had a couple of breakthroughs and now I'd, it'll be fun, I think, for you to see your peer group kind of mature. Uh, yes. after you yeah. show them the way. I think that'll be interesting because that was that was very obvious to me when I did the retreat with you all that, uh-huh. you know, most people are just not nowhere near your level and there's a lot of resistance to so many of the ideas. Yes, um, yeah. But that's okay. They'll, eventually they, they, they'll know, come they, around. Yeah. yeah, they found some parts of their way that they're really comfortable with, but I honestly think they, yeah, everyone can can really benefit from business of design. It's, um, at, yeah, drink the Kool-Aid or whatever it is that they <laughs> say. And, yeah, it, it works. It so works. Oh, my God, you're the best. You know we end every episode with design intervention. Does anything come to mind? I mean, you've already given us so much, but what else would you oh, add? Okay. All right. So thinking positive thoughts every moment, like positive mindset, because everything that you think you then put out to the universe. So, so yeah, positive mindset, think everything you think will create the results you experience. Oh my God. That's <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. Oh my gosh. We can eliminate so many of the negative feelings we're having every day. If we're just mindful, just be present, mm. be, you know, find yeah. out where your feet are planted and be there. And good, yeah, so positive self-talk as well. Um, it's funny because the office I'm sitting in at the moment, I don't have all my notes surrounding me, but um, in the toilet, <laughs> the, on the bathroom mirrors and stuff, there's all these um, positive notes just to remind you to keep thinking positive. Think abundance, which is what I do as well. Like there's, there's so much money in the world and an abundance mindset, I think, as well, is very, very important to have. Don't ever think that people don't have that money um, to pay your fees or that they don't want to pay. They want to pay 
for someone to take care of that part of their life and they have the money. There is so much money out there. People are so much richer than what they ever were before. So They really are. And so it's a question of do they do they really value what it is you're providing? And most people do, <laughs> right? I find most most well, certainly the clients are gonna pay you do. They they want yeah. you to do it because it's complicated, because it's challenging, because it's time consuming, because it takes a lot of expertise. So <laughs> anyway, you you are such a rock star and you continue to just be like such a source of joy and inspiration to all of us. And thank you so, so much. And I wanna come back to Australia. So please keep me posted when BOD boss group is going to meet there. Yes, absolutely. And I will see you in Santa Monica. Yeah. So, Wait, before yeah. that, I think you're going to see me in Texas. I, are you going to be in Texas as well? I, I think oh we're going to go because I have a, yeah, we're, we, we, we are committed to being at the second boss group meeting, probably yeah. virtually most of the time, but you guys are going to Dallas and I'll have a really good friend there. So I think it's a good excuse. <laughs> Why not? Yes, I'm so excited about that. So, oh, yeehaw, it's going to be so good. Yeehaw is right. <laughs> so good I'm, seeing you. I'm going to come home with a cowboy hat and cowboy boots and, yeah. <laughs> so fun. I can't even wait. Oh, gorgeous. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you so much. Thank you for being part of the Business of Design community and supporting BOD's mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. It's time for you to take the next step and join Business of Design. Like thousands of design professionals in 50 countries around the world, you'll find the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to dramatically improve your business and transform your life. What are you waiting for? Start today.